Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Safe Room, the world's premier survival horror game club podcast. I'm Grace, and I'm joined by my co-host, Rose. Hello, I'm here at the premiere. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> We're scabs now. We're fucking too impressive. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we played Fatal Frame 2 this month. Yeah, we sure did. Um, do you have any opening salvos on Fatal Frame 2? Or anything else um, we need to get to before we get into it? Uh, how do you feel about it? Uh, so I liked it pretty well. Yeah. I will say I think the structure of these games where at the end you like do a bunch of fetch quests in the same areas again. It sucks. I could do without that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I like. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I sorry. liked it. I liked it. I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like people I've heard people talk this game up a lot. Yeah, I think um, it is generally considered to be the best one. Um, um, and I just think, for me, the story didn't hit at all. Yeah, um, I I think it was a little bit more effective for me than it was for you. Um, but I also feel like... Um, I think part of it is that the ambitions are wider. Or yep. taller than in one. And it does not. Because one I think is like part of what makes one work. I think is that it's just very confident. It's very self-assured. And it has. And it's very aware of everything it's doing. And then two kind of has this like broader narrative structure. I actually think the first couple hours of this are really great. Um, mm-hmm. Like I really liked the first little bit of it. Um, and I think it's hard because it's kind of built on a foundation of like two characters who like have nothing going on, <laughs> have like basically no personality whatsoever. Um, yeah, I I don't want to make it sound like I hated it because I didn't. I liked it. Yeah. It was it's really good at being scary, way yes. more than the first one. 100%. They have they have way more. They they pull out a lot more tools in, in the toolbox to be scary, um, mm-hmm. and that's great. I love that stuff, um, and uh, way more memorable like locations and yeah. set pieces. I think for me, I think um, yeah, I agree. And I think one of the things about it is that it's um, it's really like a video game ass sequel. Yep. In mm-hmm. terms of like, you, instead of one house, you have four houses. You know, it's like a village instead of one house right yeah it's you know you have two playable characters instead of one playable character (laughs) you know (laughs) like it's uh you know stuff like that and i think it's like all that stuff is just really good like all the expansion is just very considered it's very careful and it all feels like very um it just works i think you know i think there is like sequel bloat is a thing where it's like the second game in a, in a series or whatever can be harder to get into or harder to enjoy or whatever, or is like too much. And I just think this, this is like a perfect level of like expansion and you just still don't lose the thing that makes the first game really good. Right. Yeah, I agree. 
Um, yeah, but I but I do think it it also with that it kind of carries a lot of the same problems and maybe f- you feel them a little bit more because it's bigger. Um, mm. You know, I don't know. Mm. I I didn't. I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. I think I think a lot of this game alleviated a lot of my problems with the first game oh yeah which were mostly like gameplay related i think right Um, i got you i got you yeah i just uh, mean that like oh go ahead sorry no you you go i was just gonna say that like i feel like the back third of one did not drag as much as this did for me Mm, yeah and i don't know if that's just because it's like by act two you're already just going through the house again (laughs) yeah (laughs) so it's like so when it showed up here, I was a little like bummed that it's like, oh, I do have to do this. Um, yeah. But yeah. True. Um, but yeah, tell me about some of the things that you like thought were improved from one. And then maybe we can get into like plot stuff or like summarize the game. But um, in terms of I'd, I mostly it's just like how the game feels to play is a lot. Yeah. Better. Mm-hmm. Um. I like all of the changes they made to the camera. Um, they give you a lot more like visual cues as to the best moment to like take a picture yes, of the ghost yeah. to maximize damage. Um, the sound cues are really cool. I like the I like the like droning like noise that comes when you're aiming at a ghost. I think that's cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I also think the upgrade system makes more sense here. Um, and felt more gradual rather than like I have a bunch of abilities that I can't pay for and I never will. Yes, yeah. Um, I felt like because it was easier to tell when the game was rewarding me for kills, um, I was getting more points and then I was putting those points in the stuff that I found useful instead of just like, I have these points and like... I don't yeah. feel it's I don't feel incentivized to upgrade the main abilities because, you know, the extra abilities are so much more expensive, you know. Yeah. I felt like it struck a way better balance in terms of upgrade path for that stuff. No, I think that that's definitely true. And I think it's also like um it relies a lot more on you doing like counters and stuff, which I think is really yeah. smart that um that that's clear and it's like the incentivization is stronger right it's like you deal like way more damage and especially if you're like using some of the abilities that just like boost your camera's exorcism power it's like i got ten thousand points from a single camera shot one time (laughs) because there were like four ghosts in the frame and you know whatever right and so like um and also i think it's great because it's fucking scary to just sit there and you're looking at the camera and you're just waiting for the like, you know, split second that you can press the button and not get hit. Um, yeah. And I think that that like it ratchets up the tension a lot. Um, yeah. And and kind of also an equal hand. I felt like the ghosts like there are some ghosts that move around and are kind of like this one ghost that like turn off all the lights, turns off all the yeah, lights and stuff. Cool. Yeah. yeah, it's really neat. And but I felt like all that stuff was like a little bit more legible mm-hmm. and was like less in situations where it's like, actually, I can't see this ghost. Like it did happen, but like way less often it was like, I can't see this ghost. And it just like hit me 
Man, I don't know. How well, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. like one has so many like tight corridors and stuff. Yeah. That you're fighting these ghosts in. Um and because it's like a village, like way more like wider rooms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Not as not as focused on just the one location. Yeah. Um, just a variety of like wide spaces. Occasionally you'll get like small corridor stuff, but um it's usually um you know it does a good job of like widening the play area without doing the thing that games do where you're like you look at it and you're like oh this is a combat arena you know yes yeah yeah it does feel like places still yeah um Mm -hmm. yeah well i think there's also a sense like i mean this was kind of in one but like the sense of a like community of people reaching back yeah a long period of time is a lot stronger here um Mm. and you do kind of appreciate as well like I'm, I might be misremembering one. Well, I guess let's summarize it and then we can get and then I can get into my thoughts yeah. about. But I, I think some of the like the you know, there is also it's also about a ritual. And I think yeah. I appreciate the way that the game kind of like. That that ritual has a long history and a lot of different people have reacted to it in different ways and have done different things yeah. about it. I think that's one of the stronger narrative things that's in it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, uh, fuck, I don't remember anybody's name. Uh, let me me look this up. Mio and Mayu. Mio and Mayu (laughs) are twins, and they're walking in the woods, and they find this way to, they find their way to this village, um where there was like a sacrificial ritual to like close you know like the hell mouth kind of like in one right but it's where one sister kills one twin kills the other it can be it's usually women but it can also be men um and and then there's sort of like it, you know it's a little ambiguous until the end i guess but like they are rebound in death they like because the idea is like oh twins are like split souls and they return to each other once one of them is dead and that is usually it's usually the younger one yeah um there's like a there's like a pretty good um uh like one of the books you pick up has like people people like people in different people in different areas like did different rituals until it was like unified into like one thing mm-hmm. like some people did the older and some people did the younger one and yeah until it was just like codified as like no it's usually the younger sibling is the one that gets killed right and i think that that's yeah that kind of ties into what i was just saying is that like I appreciate that this is something that has a long history, and I do also yeah. think this foregrounds it more. It's way more foregrounded that this is pretty fucked up, and that that mm-hmm. is like what has fucked up this town. You know, is yeah. like that they've been killing children for generations, right? And it's a little—I mean, I don't want to say it entirely gets away from it, but it's a little less like, oh, this person just like needs to die and or suffer so that like the world can continue as it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, so that's basically it. It, And there's sort of like you, you play as, uh, Mio, 
And Mayu has like a stronger connection to the village. And so there's a lot of sequences where she like runs off and you have to like go and find her or go and rescue her. Right. Um, and there's sort of this tension between like, it seems like Mayu knows a little bit more about what's going on maybe. And she's like not telling you or not able to like communicate. She has this like psychic link to things. Right. Um, and mm-hmm. also there's sort of like a protective because you, you're the one with the camera and ghosts will like interact with her and attack her. And so you have to like try and look out for her. I don't, I never got like a game over where she died or anything. And I was like nervous that it was like a Silent Hill thing where it's like how much she gets hit or how much, you know, like affects the ending. And as far as I'm aware, that's it, it does not. Right. No. Also, like if you like run too fast, she usually like warps to you when a camera cuts to oh, the okay. next scene. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If so you like open really a worried door. worried about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that I was a little bit, um, like, again, I really like the first couple hours of this game. And I think part of that was that like, what's going on in the town, like all the stuff that we talked about with the ritual come becomes pretty clear over time. Um, but at first it's just like, I don't know what is going on. And like, you're seeing all the, you know, multiple different women who were sacrificed and like, you know, these images of those are like overlapping with you and your sister. And there's all these like parallel events, but you know, nothing is really explained or contextualized until much mm-hmm. later. And so the sensation that like, you've just wandered into hell and there's like mm-hmm. all this, all this suffering that has happened in this place that you like, don't know about, but that also has this like deep unspoken connection to you. Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was like really effective and I really thought that there was going to be like, here's what's up with these twins and here's why they have a connection to the town. And that just does not, <laughs> it just doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, uh, what? Oh, I guess, I mean, I, I really liked the sequences where you play as Mayu and yeah. the ca- it turns black and white and it's this much more like distorted camera. And she also mm-hmm. can't really do anything. So you're just like yeah. walking somewhere. And she also has like a bad leg because she fell one time. Yes. Yeah. Um, so she's a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think that was always super haunting. The association of like the the camera is vulnerability. Mm. Almost, right? And that it's like in those moments where she's walking or when you encounter ghosts that can like insta kill you. Right. Yeah. That that's when the, there's sort of this like camera, like distorted, you know, Grady filter put over things. And there's, just, I think there's just this really interesting, like visibility is terror. Right. Is, yeah. um, and I thought that was super effective. And I was also like, man, this did it before near automata. <laughs> Like the quick cuts between two different characters who are connected in different mm-hmm. locations. And I was like, damn, you know, I like, I'm sure other games have done it too. I'm not like, but, um, it was just cool. Like that's a formal move that I think is pretty cool in that game. And it was like also cool to see it here, you know, and like yeah. much earlier. And it's like, man, we haven't learned anything <laughs> mainstream yeah. games. 
need to catch the fuck up. I'm surprised. There's a lot of yeah formal stuff in this game that I'm surprised we didn't get in the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is like running from the enemy that insta kills you, and like yeah. your camera doesn't do anything. It's like that's yeah. a, that's such an obvious one to do, mm-hmm. and they didn't do it in the first one. Yeah. Um, well, there's so that chapter cool. where you lose your camera too, like stuff like that. Yeah. Like, so. Yeah, stuff like that where you like you're vulnerable. And you just have to like navigate the space to get away from the ghost. Um, all that stuff's really cool. Um, probably some of my favorite stuff. Um, running yeah. from like the the bloody like kimono woman yeah. after you lose your camera. It's so cool. Love yeah, that stuff. I all the stuff of the bloody kimono woman. I think generally is like the strongest horror stuff in the game. Like mm-hmm. that one scene, like cutscene, where I, I think it's like. Maybe it's after you open a cell that Mayu has been hanging out in for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, and you're like, she's in here. And you like turn around and you see the like kimono woman like floating outside yeah. the window. And then she like opens the door and it's Mayu and she just runs up to you and gives you a hug. It's like, that is. It's co- yeah, it's good. Yeah. Like, I, I think that, that that stuff where there's sort of, like, this overlapping self that sometimes, like, takes over this person, right? And, like, that there's, again, this, yeah, this big connection. I think that stuff is scary as hell. And it's, like, mm-hmm. very effectively utilized. Like, there's a lot of great match cuts and things like that, right? Um, yeah. Also, the FMVs in this game are wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, like, in terms of, like, it is, it's it's ridiculous how much scarier it is <laughs> compared to one, because um, it does it does the same kind of like grainy like black and white stuff that the first game does. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it when you when you go into a cutscene, it's mainly after you walk into like a door and it fades up a FMV. And I go, mm-hmm. fuck, not again. God damn it. Yeah, um, yeah. As, as, as like, Mayu's, like, walking around and stuff. Um, and then it'll just, like, cut to, like, grainy black and white shit that's going on or something. And, like, the sound design is, like, on another level. Um, and just, like, this game has a voice acting. Um, yeah. And, and the way that makes it fucking scary as shit. So when, like you know people yelling and people just like generally like being upset and just the the sound design just like playing with like vocal distortion um just like overlaying different noises together it's really really cool um and they like they do like some occasional like glitching out of like stuff like i think like one of the first big fmvs is it like glitches towards the end um mm-hmm, stuff like yeah. that uh just like give it an extra extra layer of like really cool um horror stuff that like some like some of the stuff like the glitchy stuff like breaks the aesthetic in a way that i think is really fucking cool um yeah i I just like when it leans into that stuff yeah i think there's just a really interesting thing with like history with that that like the way history communicated is like this fairly contemporary technology right yeah um i just think i don't know yeah like i just agree i think that stuff is like really cool 
and is like um and i think part of it part of my frustration is i think the game's just it's just too long yeah you know and so it does feel like it kind of runs out of tricks by the end um but it's like it's well hell it's a good bunch of tricks though it was good you know yeah um for sure yeah i also kind of felt like this is more on sort of a like practical side than a than aesthetic side i also felt like i eventually like had i knew whatever how every enemy worked and so just kind of had it in the bag you know i wasn't Mm -hmm. super worried about fighting enemies anymore um towards the end yeah um yeah it's just i don't know all all, yeah all this outlet stuff's really cool um i i really like any time it match cuts to fucking creepy shit like the thing towards the beginning of the game where you like go into this like room um Mm, and it mm-hmm. like cuts to an FMV and it's just an FMV of like all these dead bodies on the ground. And then the and then it introduces the ghost that's like unkillable and you have to run away from it. Yeah. It, it's so it's, it's so good. It's really good. I, I, yeah, I love that I you were just like, oh yeah, early in the game when you go into that room and I like instantly was like, I know what you're <laughs> talking about. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like that's that's when you know you ha- you have a fucking moment right yeah um yeah i just like i think this is really the thing for me is that if this is like i feel like this is fucking corny as shit to say but i'm gonna say it um it's like if you had a character at the center of this that was as interesting as as james or heather this would be one of the greatest games ever made you know Um, yeah and I, I think like it's just kind of a bummer because it's just there's not there's no life outside of them. Like. Being in the village, there was a flashback to where Mayu hurts her leg. Right. Oh, early on. we are uh, sorry. We stumped. We forgot the the first cut scene where she's like, didn't didn't we always promise each other? And then it yeah. cuts to like her body on the ground. Oh yeah, <laughs> shit. Before it completes her sentence. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. It's good. It is uh, good. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think the it, But the problem it doesn't get better than that. No. Well, and it's also that well, never mind. Well <laughs> I think the 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 relationship between the twins in this game is like so eroticized is strong but it mm. is like there there must be like insane incest fic about this game um well and also there. like the one of the main reasons why this game doesn't hit story-wise for me yeah. is that their dialogue is just like you know are you gonna leave me again don't forget that promise we made yeah Remember that promise we made <laughs> we said we wouldn't leave each other and like that's yeah. it that's yeah. fucking it. And I'm just like, dude, say something else for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> right. When well, it's just there's no like they don't have parents. They don't have like other friends. There's no life outside of the village, really. Right. Yeah. And so there's even sort of like it doesn't really feel like. Why are they in the forest? Why are they in the forest? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Like, I just want to know. Yeah. What is up with these people and like how the village what their connection to the village is how it ties into something 
you know, um, maybe I wonder if there's like, I don't know, maybe there's an implication because there's like one of, and I think this is the last one before, before like things really went to hell is like Yai and Sai and I don't remember which one, but one of them just leaves the other behind and like escapes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's like, maybe they're like descendants of that sister. Like, I don't know. Um, and they definitely have like a sort of psychic connection, but to yeah. those two twins. Right. But it's like not, it's not really explored beyond what I just said. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, like, yeah, I don't know. I just really wish these were like people that had things going on and that they had interactions that were deeper than like, you know, reminder of the promise and like concern are like the two things that occur. <laughs> In dialogue, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, um, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I will say the only other place where this is effective is going underground and being chased by the person who, the, the ghost who get <laughs> knocks her camera away or whatever um yeah where she she just says like are you leaving me again or whatever and like mm -hmm. there's a random random guy who gives advice sometimes yes yeah <laughs> just um, just apparently yells don't look or don't look back or whatever and like she looked right. back something like that that yeah. might be actually one of the endings but that is one um, of the endings i think yeah that's the one where you because you can leave right yeah and i think that's the thing is i like that I don't think players would do it generally anyway, except as a novelty. But it's like if mm. there was a reason for her to leave the village, that would be interesting. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. if it felt like like what reason does she have to leave? Like, really? Like, what is she going to go do with her life? Yeah. Without her sister, uh, like nothing. Sip, she's going to sit by the lake and think. Yeah, about it. I yeah, I guess because <laughs> that's how every ending is. Right. But it's like. Uh, like I just, um, yeah. Should we talk about like some of the other, like other ritual things? There's, there's Yainsai, which we talked about. Mm -hmm. There's the one with the doll where the ritual is completed successfully, but the, the one, you know, who did the sister who did the murder is like devastated. And so this like mm -hmm. puppet, this artist in the village creates a doll that is like a replica of her sister that then gets possessed by some ghost or mm. something. Yeah. Um, what, uh, what other ones are there? I, I'm trying to think there's the, like, there's also something about like newcomers or researchers to the village being killed as part of it. Um, that seems to be one of those things that like gets, that is like, part, you know, according to some parts of the village is a thing and some parts of it isn't. Right or some time periods, um, yeah. Um, what was going on? So, what was going on with the guy? I think I'm not sure because I, I, I'm, yeah, because I think what happened is he was trying to help Yai and Sai like leave, yes, and then got killed for it. Basically, I think so. Although, also, it kind of seemed like I, I was a little like, oh, he's one of the boys right that, mm, that this yeah. happened to 
right? It might be yeah. both. It could be that he's just like, you know, like they did the ritual like five years ago and he was 12 and now he's like 16, 17 or something. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, that would make but sense. But it's not really clear to me. It didn't seem. And like, you know, I didn't yeah. pick up every thing. Yeah. So it's possible that this just answered and I just don't know the answer. Yeah. Um, We'll talk about the ending of this game now. Yeah. Uh, so I think this this is maybe where I'm a little bit more positive than you. But so basically, they're about I, to leave the village. I, oh, actually, ahead, I, actually, I actually really like the ending of this oh, game. Oh, okay. Me too. All right. So we're on the same page. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so they're about to leave the village. You've gathered all the MacGuffins to do the little dumb twisty puzzle. You know, because you have to like, they're like little discs that have colors on, like pinwheels on them, and you have to like align them all the right way. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get, you start to leave the village, but a bunch of ghosts show up and take Mayu. Um, and, you know, you can decide to leave, and that's one of the endings where we talked about, or you go back into uh, the village and try and get her back out, right? Um, in the first ending, you basically, she begs you to do the ritual. And you go through with it and mm-hmm. um, kill her. And then it's sort of revealed. She becomes a crimson butterfly, which is like, you know, the title of the game. And also like throughout the game, you're, you know, sometimes need guidance and the crimson butterflies show up and show you like how to get places and things like that. And they're like the past souls. Mm-hmm. I've experienced this. Um, and then the second ending is that I don't know. You don't go through with the ritual and you defeat some evil ghost instead. And uh, Mayu is blind, but she's alive. And you both like sit the lake together. Um, mm-hmm. And that's if you like beat it on the higher difficulties. Yeah. Um, the the original ending of this game is, is yeah, is really good. And the ending song slaps. <laughs> It slaps <laughs> when when she fucking runs out of the forest and the song's yeah. playing. I'm like, that's gaming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. What I get, I wish if I was bought into this connection between them. Yeah, be, but it is still really emotional. Like it still works, right? Like it does land. You know. Yeah, there's like a there's um, like a there's like um to me it was more like a they really just fucking killed her <laughs> yeah when i and was kind like, of you know yeah well also the image of like the marks the red marks from her because they're you know we didn't i didn't clarify this but it's like you choke one sister chokes the other yeah and it's like the image of the marks like f- floating out and becoming the butterfly is like yeah that is some real shit right there <laughs> yeah. you know that's really ted stuff um yeah. Yeah, and I think there's also I I kind of like like it doesn't really linger on it, but there's sort of an ambiguity about like w- was Mio under control? You know, did yeah. she know what she was doing? Or, or was she like possessed by something that made her do this and she's like or was she like fully aware and then made a decision? Yeah. You know, I I like that there's not there's not really a clear answer to that and it also is not like putting the finger on that. It's not like right. But that ambiguity is just kind of in the atmosphere there. I think that's very lovely. Yeah. And yeah, it's and it's very like it's it does it does like a Silent Hill 2 like cutting away and like 
there's also like voiceovers that like play when it's happening but yeah at no point at no point was i like oh surely this isn't actually happening and like they're gonna escape this you know right at no yeah. point where I, there was no point where i was like oh she's killing her it was like oh she's fucking dead now <laughs> yeah you know? yeah it's like well it's so yeah it's just really intense and i think like yeah. that yeah i think it, that moment is so good and i almost kind of wish like there is a final boss battle mm-hmm. i kind of wish that wasn't there you yeah. know that it's just like you just walk into the room and then that cutscene plays yeah um yeah and like all the priests all the ghost priests around who are wearing the masks and stuff i don't know mm. and then like hitting the staffs it's just really yeah it's just very haunting yeah um, and i think it's also an example of how you can kind of have the ending where like the ritual is gone through with the the status quo is like reinforced and have it just feel bad you know and yeah. it's like like it's not it's not redemptive it's just sad yeah. you know yeah um yeah, for sure so um yeah god and yeah the song is incredible i, I mean you might put it in i guess <laughs> i don't know what you're gonna do with the edit but god it's yeah. it's yeah it's so good um yeah uh so i, I have a this is kind of a non sequitur oh it's still about fiddle frame 2 um i was thinking about this is maybe an obnoxious game journalist question to ask but do you think this game is non-violent uh in what way in in the the sense okay in the sense that you do not in the game as you were playing you do not do violence exactly i would say that it's very violent (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure well i just it's like i mean a it's kind of self-defensive but it's like is an exorcism violent right it's yeah, like this pushing out. I, yeah, I may be reading to it, but I think it's interesting I because I, we talked a little bit about Silent Hill. And I think one of the ways Silent Hill is scary is it's like this brutality. And it's like you have to like get yourself through this thing that is like arduous and visceral and like gross. And it's like you whacking a body with a steel pipe over and over again. Right. Um, mm. And like Fatal Frame is like not, you know, you are the only one with a body, right? Yeah. And I think it just is a very different, like, even though, like, I think, you know, this Resident Evil and Silent Hill, like, have kind of similar, broad, similar structures, and, like, picking up film in this is just like picking up ammo, basically. And you are shooting, right? Like, it is in some ways a shooting game. Um, You could even even be obnoxious and be like, yeah, the camera works like the gun in Bloodborne, because you do, like, a counter with it. (laughs) <laughs> when you use it the right time that deals way more damage mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i i don't necessarily mean that this should be put on those obnoxious lists of like not violent cozy video games but it is interesting that like the relationship between what the violence is is so different in this i think that's part of what gives it such an interesting character that makes it like yeah. a unique it's really not just like a oh this is resident evil but it's really yeah. its own thing you know, it feels yeah. like it has a very distinct identity. Did you take a look at the Wii U remake at all? 
Um, a little bit. I started to watch one of the ending videos that I saw that there were like six endings and I was like, oh, this is the this is the wrong one. Um, uh, it's so fucked that they just give them more boob. Oh, yeah, I I feel like these games maybe get hornier as they go. Oh, they for sure do. But yeah. It's a game that was already made, and then they just remade it, and then they were made the <laughs> conscious decision to make the boobs you know, bigger. You know, okay, here's the thing. is <laughs> I, You all know, everyone knows, I love a big boob, but it is criminal when you increase the size of a boob of a previous established character. Like all that Melania fan art that was floating around Elden Ring, her boobs aren't that big. Stop playing with me. Like, embrace the beauty of this woman. You know? Like, obviously, it's a fictional character. She's not real. But, like, come on. You know? If you if it takes someone enlarging a breast size for you to think that person is hot, like, you don't deserve anyone. <laughs> you know? You don't deserve... You don't deserve women. Fuck off. Well, it's also, like, they're fucking kids. Like, yes, oh, no, why right, are you yes. doing this? Yes, those... I, yeah. Well, because it's like, yeah, I don't know how old they are, but it's like 12 to 14, maybe, I'd say, in this. It's yeah. like they are not old. um, You know, so, yeah, no, I agree with you. Sorry, I went off about Melania. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're going to draw porn. Do it right. Um, ugh, yeah. Um. How much do you know about three? I know the one thing I know about three is that it has an adult protagonist, which I'm very interested in. Okay. As like a, you know, I don't know. I would listen. I would love to play a horror game where the protagonist is a woman in her forties or fifties. Please. Um, what if I told you that this is, is going to be a Silent Hill situation where they expand upon lore Ooh. from the previous games. Yeah, so I did, okay, I did actually see that because it, like, mentions in the Wikipedia page for Fatal Frame 2 that the canonical ending, what the canonical ending is yeah. via Fatal Frame 3. So it's like, okay, I did know that there is, which I mean, I'm interested in making a move like that. We'll see. I'm, I'm only interested in it because I want something fucking different now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please. I'm done with this format now. Right, yes. No, I'm If I you. have to play one more game where it's like, oh, there's a ritual and there's some ghosts. Yeah. Um, But it is to my understanding that there are multiple characters and 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 stuff like that. So I'm Damn, interested. Damn, okay, yeah. No, I'm I think interested. it's... I guess I'm, I'm encouraged by that. Just in that, I think this is such a smart expansion on one yeah. that I th I think they could do it again, you know, and they could like they could they could expand sideways rather than forwards, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. But we'll see. Yeah, and I'm I mean I'm curious about I I think we'll see. I'm curious about the Wii U one, I guess, but I I suspect if there's one that we don't like, it'll probably be that one. Um, um, I know. Yeah, I unfortunately. I know a story thing about the Wii U one that uh, <laughs> I think it's safe to say that we won't like it. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. 
Um, um, I'm yeah. excited to play the Wii, uh, the Wii one, not the not the two remake, but uh, yeah, no, the um, the uh, the, the Fifty One one, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, excited for that one, but uh, not excited for the one that everybody seems to hate. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, we've only got three games left in this franchise. That's pretty wild. Very, it's very Silent Hill shaped so far. Yeah, it really is. Uh, um. Which, you know, is good. Right? Yeah, do you think, is Mask of the Lunar Eclipse going to be, like, The Room? That'd be sick. I love The Room. Oh, that'd be cool. Give me a weird God, one. the fucking Room. I, I, part of me wants to go back and just play The Room with Chainsaw. Chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> I think it's, I, something's interesting is, like, how much these games are, like, very clearly like encourage you to replay them and how like i will replay them but i'll probably just replay the save file like i'll just do a new game you know especially for silent hill but um yeah oh also uh oh let me see yeah we're okay um so i was about to move on to like podcast business and i don't know if we want to do that yet um but we got to answer questions first at the very yeah. least. We have questions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if I... Do I have anything else? I feel like I was going to... I don't know. Oh! Uh, I have a Steam Deck now. And so I put oh, yes. on an emulator. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, you get through the game club faster <laughs> if you can just save state instead of like <laughs> dying, yeah. loading up your save and then going back to the thing. And then, yeah. It's yeah, mm-hmm. way better. <laughs> no, I think I think I would get through a lot of the games we play for this significantly faster if I was playing it on a device that I could play on in bed or yes. elsewhere in the house. It um, runs. It runs PSX two really well. So okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe at some point I'm you know. I cannot afford a Steam Deck at the moment. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, you know. <laughs> uh, but maybe it'll happen someday. Um Yeah, should you have a do you have questions up? Because I don't think I have anything else to add. I feel like we've covered yeah. stuff. I mean it's good. It's really good. I yeah. think if you if you, you know, if you're interested in what we've said about it, I think you should check it out. Um I think if you're interested in these kinds of games, you should check it out. Um you know, it's also just cool. I'll, I guess we didn't. I mean, we kind of addressed this because we were talking about how cool some of the cutscenes are. Cutscenes, all the camera stuff in this game is just gorgeous. It looks fantastic. Yeah. It's so moody. And like, it's really wild that like games cannot get their shit together when it comes to cinematography. And that is for like a bunch of different reasons. Sometimes it's very complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, for like a CRPG, you know, you it would be you cannot hand well, I mean, I guess you could. Maybe you could do a Yakuza kind of thing. Because that's... Yakuza has good cinematography. IMO. Um, but, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just hard to, like, hand... You can't hand frame and animate everything in, like, The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. You know? You, like, have to make a system that does it for you. Right? To make it work. And so... And, like, I mean, there are different ways to do it. Because you could also be like, well, let's not have cutscenes. And let's just do, like disco elysium style which is like way more evocative right and i agree with that 
I just like understand why it is hard to make things look good in video games. But also it's like even narrow, short cinematic games struggle with this. And so it's just like wild to play like Silent Hill and Fatal Frame and they just they just have it. They just have the goods. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. It's easy. Just copy some of the greatest games ever made, you know, just steal from easy. Everybody could do it. Uh, anyway, what's our what's our first question, Rose? Uh, first question is from Moss. This is from last time, but it applies here as well. Um, in the past, I've seen folk call this game uh, one of the scariest horror games they've ever played. Um, do you think this contributes to the horror factor in Fatal Frame? Or sorry, what do you think contributes to the horror factor in Fatal Frame? And why is it elevated uh, by some compared to their other contemporaries? I know fear is subjective, but I'm curious as to what you think. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think it's um, partially what we talked about. I think like the the sensation of having to like keep your eye on and not have and like waiting, I think is a really strong horror thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about like if you have a shot, of, like you have a scene of someone like standing behind a doorway and like waiting for you know Michael Myers whoever to come through the doorway so they can like slam their head or whatever it's like that's tense it's scary right and i think that like fatal frame just has that it's just kind of in the bones of it in a way that like mm-hmm. makes it scary to me um um second question uh how does fatal frame compare to pokemon snap in terms of game <laughs> gamifying the act of photography um it's not really about taking photos really it's more about i've taken photos in this game that had barely had the ghost in frame but i got a high uh yes yeah mm-hmm. high score count because i was taking it at the right time right which is not like in snap it's like you have to have it in the center of the frame and stuff yeah. which is interesting because yes. i know i know people talk about like pokemon snap is actually like a light gun game basically mm-hmm. um yeah. And yeah, this is not that, right? It's not on rails, obviously, but like also is not super focused on like exact aiming, you know, mm-hmm. um, the way that the way that a light gun game would be and the way Pokemon Snap also is. Um, so, you know. But uh, yeah. you can't collect the ghosts, though. That is sort of a sub mechanic. You can't be like you get all the ghosts in the game, and then you get all the you get a bunch of points, and you can get new abilities and stuff mm-hmm. from doing that. So that's like Pokemon Snap, I think. I've never played Pokemon Snap. Oh, yeah, I played so. Pokemon Snap like one time, so maybe we're not the people to ask about this, but I know what it is. I know how it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, second question is from Emerus. Um, kind of along the lines of being a, a scary game reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, what other horror games live up to the hype and what do you consider the scariest game of all time? Man, I feel like even though, you know, we're kind of becoming, I mean, this is part of the thing is like you, you had played some, you'd played Silent Hill 2 and like a chunk yeah. of 3 before and like, so you've played mm-hmm. some of these games and like I hadn't really Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like this, this podcast has very much been the process of me, like 
playing through and like discovering video game horror canon, you know? Um, I mean, I do think, I do think Silent Hill lives up to the hype. I think all four of those original team silent quote unquote games are, are really good and are pretty scary. Four um, is really four fucking gets me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four is probably the only one that like made me unsettled. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah um and that is part of it is it's like for me like i wasn't super scared playing two and three but i was like oh this is really interesting like i'm you know like i was fascinated by them right which is mm -hmm. which is actually i think a good emotion to have playing something like that right um for me the thing that activates like fear is not survival horror it's more the like first person stuff yeah because mm -hmm. these aren't these aren't like jump scare factories in the way like five nights at freddy's is um in the way that like amnesia can be um so it's like it doesn't prey upon what i'm afraid of which is just like getting startled <laughs> yeah, nowhere, yeah yeah you know so that yeah. would more that would more like it would i probably wouldn't get through like a five nights at freddy's I right, where it's like that's Hill the whole engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's yeah, more of that I, stuff that, like, I don't know, lives up to the hype in terms of, yeah, you know, getting me scared. Right. I think, um, like, I fucking mean, yeah, Anatomy's probably still the scariest game. Oh, yeah, you those. know, <laughs> fuck, man, that game's scary. <laughs> yeah. That game is real scary. Yeah, that's probably it. I was about to say, and this is actually related to Anatomy, I think. Um, that like, I think Silent Hill 3 is pretty scary. And I think a lot of that just has to do with shit in my life, you mm -hmm. know? Uh, and so, you know, I, I think there's certain levels of like stuff about like religion, about people being like forced to, you know, like carry pregnancies to term or like be in bodies that they're really uncomfortable with. Right. Or things like mm -hmm. that, like that stuff scares me. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, anyway, so this is, I think I think Silent Hill 3 and like Anatomy are games that like tap into some of that stuff. Right. Like the, yeah. you know, the, the sensation of being in something that is hostile to you and is like trying to eat you in this very particular, like almost like ritualistic way. I think that's fucking terrifying. And so, mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I think Anatomy is probably the one and I'd be. I think we just have to keep going and, you know, I'm sure something will. I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure something will dethrone that, but I, there's stuff out there that will compete with it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I want to play more games and find out what that is. Um, but I don't necessarily feel super confident being like, oh, yeah, that's the scariest game of all time. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. it's like I just don't I just don't know enough. But I want I want to know more. And I think uh, I'm excited to, you know, it's not the scariest game of all time. Uh. If you're pivoting, we have one more question. <laughs> well, I was just going to say the Blair Witch Project Blooper Team game. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! Ah! A fucking game! <laughs> the opposite of, like, first-person scary games is the first-person... We made a first-person game, and we can't fucking write. <laughs> so... <laughs> so. <laughs> There's, like, yeah. a whole genre just yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to like, I, 
I don't know. Because I, I think Blair Witch Project is terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I think that movie's real scary. And uh, it just feels like they did not... Like, the idea that the... That, that the Blair Witch is out to get you for like personal reasons is like so opposite to what is scary about that game, about that movie, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. Wild. <sighs> anyway, we got one more question. We have one more question from Jen. Um, if you were a ghost in a fatal frame game, how would you trick or scare the player and get an attack on them? <laughs> Oh, this is a great question. There's a ghost in this game. Let me find. I think his yeah. name is just Dave. Oh, yeah, because there's some like developers. That's not a developer. That was a games <laughs> journalist. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, this is like, I guess. People, D- Dave man. Halverson. Dave Halverson. Is it game journalist? God. Thinking about the like, um, the God. What's the like? What's the premier or like the number one game magazine in Japan that everyone like this with the forty score system? Um, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, it's sort of like a thing where it's like a forty out of forty score from this magazine is really like a big deal. Oh. Um, Anyway, like the editor in chief of that magazine is in Death Stranding, and Jeff Geely's in it too, obviously. And I'm just like, yeah, guys, stop. <laughs> stop, don't do this. Yeah, don't do this. But it is jarring to. I was in like the last third of Fatal Frame Two, and I just took a picture <laughs> of a blue area, and I just got random American games journalist dude staring at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, wow. There's more than one. I think there's more more than one random American guy in it, yeah. too, so. Um. Fuck, I don't know. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know either. I feel like. I, I'm like, I just don't. I don't know. I feel like I really have to put my game designer cap on, which is not a very developed part of my brain. I'll probably um, do like a shoulder tap and then like 180 and then just keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, have you ever in Breath of the Wild when you like do a sneak attack and then you can like walk around the back and yeah. do another sneak attack? Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> uh, pretty classic. Um, <laughs> I feel like... Um, Oh, the other thing I was thinking about where I was like, this game did it first is like all the voice stuff is is like. It's like people were going nuts about that stuff in. um, Fuck. In. uh, I'm Hellblade in Hellblade and it's just here already. (laughs) Yeah. Suck it, Hellblade. Um, The other thing about this game is that your sister like progressively says more fucked up shit and at no point is your character like what's going on <laughs> yes yes it's true it's like what is why what's just like one line just like put yeah. one sentence in there oh yeah i yeah i agree i simply agree um 
as for me, I'm trying to think what I would do. I think, um, but I think it would be something like whisper or sound related, you know, that I would like sound close when I'm far away or sound far away when I'm close or something like that, like playing with sound in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's my answer. But yeah, I don't know. We, uh, I, I did a book club recently and we did like a warm up question that was like, where would you haunt if you were a ghost? Uh, I mean, my gut is just Florida, but <laughs> it's so yeah. obvious. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm similar. I'd probably be like, I'm going to haunt a Mormon temple or some shit mm-hmm. and, and, you know, do that. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, we figured out what kind of ghosts we are. Um, so thank you all for the questions. This is a good round. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate your support. Writing in. Uh, you can, I'm trying to remember what's the, is it questions at spooky club? That's right. Hell yeah. You can write in questions at spooky game club. Uh, so podcast business. Uh, first and foremost, next month we are playing Alan wake. Yeah. He's a writer. He's a right. <laughs> God, it's good. I, 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 I played Alan Wake before. I really like it. Uh, I think you are cooler on it. It's fair to say. Um, but yeah. I'm excited to get back into it. I'm kind of a sucker for Remedy. I think generally, I really like Max Payne one and two, and I like uh, I like Control. Although I would like mm-hmm. to revisit it. Um, and yeah, we are planning also on covering Alan Wake two in October when that comes out. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Um, two looks fucking dope. Yeah. I'm pumped. Um, the other thing is, Oh, uh, so for our, on the Patreon side, we do a movie podcast podcast called found footage. And so in solidarity with the sec after strike, we're going to start covering like comics and books and stuff, just not movies. Um, we're reading Tomi by Junji Ito next month. Um, so if you want to listen to that or get on that, you can sub to the Patreon. Um, yeah. I, th- I think that's it as far as podcast business goes. Um, um, I got a else? Steam Deck, so be on the watch for another fucking handheld podcast. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> So um, that's also going to be happening this month on the Patreon. Okay, yeah, perfect. Um, all right. Well, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And we really appreciate it. If uh, what is the exact URL for our podcast? I'm forgetting. Spookygame.club. Oh, yes. Yeah. For Oh, for the for the Patreon or for, for the, the normal one? Oh, yeah. it's patreon.com slash the safe room. Oh, yes. And, and that also, if you go to spookygame.club, there's a link to the Patreon on there. So, yep. um, uh, yeah. And uh, we, did, we we were luckily not impacted by whatever the fuck Patreon is doing right now. Oh, yeah. I don't think my because I also have a Patreon, but that was I don't think mine was impacted either. So we're. 
Don't know what the fuck they're doing though. What the fuck? Yeah, I it's, one one job. I know it's just. I mean, this is like obvious shit to say, but it is just like it's so wild how like no company can just do a thing, can just no. provide a service and be consistently, you know, make money doing that service. Yeah, everything has to expand forever. Um, and it sucks, and I hate it. And why do we live like this? I don't know. Um, there is like that. I don't. I don't remember what it's called. There is like an independent kind of Patreon clone. It's like Comradely or something like that. But I think it's like invite only or you know something like that. So it's like mm-hmm. maybe in like two years that'll be like a viable alternative for people. But ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Um. But uh, we appreciate it, and we'll leave you off with. Uh, Why do you kill? Why do you kill? Why do you kill? Why do you kill? (laughs) Why do you kill? It's not as annoying as my eyes. (laughs) But only because it's funny. Only because the voice actor goes, why do you kill? Why do you kill? It's like like the tone of, you've seen that vibe where it's like...